This is Nature Notes, our look at the natural world in West Texas, from the prairies of Llano Estacado to the borderlands of the Chihuahuan Desert. The desert is unpredictable, enigmatic. One minute you'll be smelling dust. The next, the desert can smell just like rain. So wrote Gary Paul Nabin in The Desert Smells Like Rain, his 1982 study of the farming and foraging traditions of the Thana Altham people. Nabin's debut reflected both scientific research and hands-on labor with indigenous farmers, and it set the template for a singular career. Based in Arizona, Nabin has since published three dozen books, becoming one of the Southwest's foremost ethnobotanists and writers. He's also a leading activist in the local food movement and in the preservation of heirloom seeds. Nabin brings his desert insight to West Texas when he speaks Thursday, September 14, at 7 at Marfa's Crowley Theater as part of the Chihuahuan Desert Research Institute's Roger Conant Distinguished Guest Lecturer Program. He'll participate in a Meet the Author event at Alpine's Front Street Books the next day from 3 to 5. From Marfa Public Radio and the Sibley Nature Center in Midland, this is Nature Notes. I'm Dallas Baxter. Nabin has studied mesquite and mezcal, the plight of pollinators and the politics of food. But the 40th anniversary edition of his first book returned him to scent. His lecture will focus on the fragrance of the Chihuahuan Desert. It's osmocosm. The osmocosm is that totality of these notes that somehow integrated to a signature smell for each desert. And the Chihuahuan Desert, Nabin says, may be the world's most fragrant. Our deepest memories are often tied to scent, that, say, of a grandparent's home. And the smell of rain is potent for West Texans. It communicates relief, an assurance, a jubilation. We correctly associate it with creosote bushes, but that's not the full story. Creosote may be the lead singer, but it's like a good jazz band. They may give the first note, but there's a lot of other uh, very competent players in that osmocosmic orchestra. Texas Ranger, or Cenizo, is a player in the ensemble, as is Mariola, the New Mexico rubber plant, and the Artemisias and Bursages, or ragweeds. Fragrance reflects a desert adaptation. These plants emit volatile oils to reduce water loss and UV radiation, like suntan lotion, Nabin says. Creosote alone deploys some 60 different oils. Many cultures link scent with the sacred. Remember the Magi and their frankincense? And native peoples have long attributed healing power to the fragrant oils of desert plants. Science has reached the same conclusion. These oils are rich in antioxidants, which can fight the free radicals that contribute to diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. And they can buffer us from heat stress and dehydration, increasing threats with hotter summers. Fragrance alone is healthful, but consuming the oils is more powerful. Let's face it, direct ingestion of these volatile oils that are rich in antioxidants is the cheapest and most long-lasting way to reduce the dangers of heat, drought, and radiation stress. Nabin uses Chihuahuan Desert herbs in cooking, and he notes that Marfa mixologists incorporate them into cocktails. Collectively, it's an invitation to engage this place with all our senses. I think we're such a vision-oriented culture that we forget that fragrance and flavor and texture are signatures of particular places, too. And so I think there's really something to celebrate that the Chihuahuan Desert may be among the most fragrant landscapes in the world and that you don't have to be a scientist to appreciate that. Nabin's September 14 talk is free and doors open at 6.30. This episode was written by Andrew Stewart. Thanks for listening.